0: Welcome back to the Buildwit Internal Podcast. It is I, Aaron Witt, joined by my co host, Alex Horton. Happy Monday. Or wait, Fred wait, we're doing the internal. Happy Friday. <laughs> happy Friday. There we go. It's Monday. It is Monday, really. You'll be listening to this on Friday. That's correct. We're happy to have everybody here. <laughs> happy to be here. Happy to talk about internal happenings once again. Yes, sir. Um You know, at, at Buildwit, we don't have very much going on ever. It's it's pretty slow, um, so it's a struggle on, on this podcast especially to come up with content. Sure, <laughs> uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of manufactured
1: nonsense. Yeah, usually it's just like how good is the drywall at the office right now?
0: It's to be like, like it. You know, actually, I was looking at they just finished paint, and, and I was looking at it yesterday when I was there, and mm-hmm. it actually looks very nice.
1: I'm hoping to swing by today between when we're done here and when we do the next one. So if I'll be over there. I need to run an errand over in Germantown. Oh, good. And so I'm, I'd like to go look while I'm over there.
0: Yeah. Well, the uh, if you go up the back stairs, that back door is always open. Cool. Perfect. Easy. Yeah. But if you're a thief listening to this... It's not. It's, it's always locked. It's always locked and very secure. Mm-hmm. And we have guard dogs. Yeah, the Buildwick guard dogs. The Buildwick kennel. You know, I we had a a, a big akita growing up oh really they're very pretty dogs mm-hmm. if you know what akita it's big cute. too they're big yeah probably like 120 pounds i mean it was he was a big dog yeah and unfortunately speaking speaking of painters uh we had a painter at our house that he spooked and he ended up mauling oh my god! the painter and putting her in the hospital so uh a lawsuit of course happened sure. and the dog had to go away to become a security dog wow which is what my parents told us. Sure. I don't think he went to go become a security dog. That's really sad though. I don't know if I've, I think I've brought that up before on, I don't know if it's been on a podcast or not, but yeah, you, you you become an adult and you kind of look back on, on your childhood and you're like, wait a minute. I don't know if that actually is true. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And, And then those things end up like coloring
1: the way you look at the world And you're like, oh, that was like fake that my parents just like set off hand to make me shut up.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that
1: became who I am as a person.
0: Or, you know, you you realize this whole Santa Claus thing. You're like, huh, I feel bamboozled. Unless you are a child listening to this podcast. See, is, yeah, yeah. Unless anyone's child. Well, we didn't say anything about it specifically, but like- It's true. Is the joy of Santa Claus worth more- than the disappointment and mistrust it creates later on in life? I don't know that I ever felt the like mistrust thing. I wonder what the
1: perfect age is to transition from one school of thought to another school of thought for that.
0: And uh, if only it happened all at the same time, because you kind of have those kids that figure it out early on. Yeah, that's when it's tough. And then they start teasing the kids that still believe in it, Mm -hmm. because kids are brutal and not very friendly. My
1: sister... Insisted that she believed much longer because she thought she would get more presents. It's like you're like 11 years old, but I She's don't. She's like, Whoa, I, so. I don't know if it's correlated because you still get lots of presents. But I think she was hoping if she like didn't like disappoint yeah. the people who are giving her gifts. That maybe she would get a little bit more,
0: but isn't isn't it teaching you not good lessons? I mean, the same- there's there's
1: plenty of problematic things oh, happening in this like,
0: conversation. Now that I now that I'm thinking about it more and more, I think it's it's very problematic because it's it's all just it's all just a commercial entity. Is all Santa Claus is? Oh, for sure. Like it's all just a manufactured commercial entity to. But, but isn't the, like sell more presents? What sell more created
1: toys. Santa? I mean, aren't there like historical? It's been going on for like hundreds of years, not, not yes. the main corporate Coca-Cola version of Santa. But.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I, even the origin story of Santa Claus has been very misconstrued. Like well, if, I'm you, sure. if you look up like what the origin story really was, it's not at all what it is today. Mm-hmm. Should and we
1: do a whole podcast on that?
0: <laughs> I I think we need to have a Santa Claus debunked episode, special yeah. episode. <laughs> I Maybe mean, we can start. <laughs> Build it debunked and it's
1: its own thing. We build a team and from there we decide, okay, how do we want to attack these questions?
0: Next up, the Loch Ness monster, yep. real
1: or fake? We send a content team to Loch Ness. They do the investigation and then we edit it all together. See what our what we come up with.
0: What if they never come back? It's just getting real and it was totally worth it. <laughs> and then government agents show up at my house, beat me up. Well, maybe they just
1: first they would first come and just intimidate you. Yeah, They would beat yeah. you up.
0: They'd just say it would
1: be in your best interest to not think about this. Yeah, anymore. and they,
0: they come out from a very caring perspective. Like we're re- we're really concerned about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like like I do with our people at Buildwood.
0: Yeah, <laughs> trick. I, I'm I'm really concerned about your
1: <laughs> how you're acting.
0: and yeah. doing this because work. it's imp- impacting my <laughs> personal wealth. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Trick, trick, trick. Jokes. Do we have the, we have the same shirts on? Um, Patag- almost patagucci. It is Patagonia, okay. but I'm even slicker without the label on it.
1: i specifically went with the label, but also I think this is like the hemp one.
0: Yeah. I, and I just really I care about the
1: environment. Clearly, you know, not as much, but I'm uh, a big
0: environment guy. Yeah. Big yeah. environment guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's enough small talk. That's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's enough talk about Santa. But we now did it. I'm actually very, I wish we could talk about Santa Claus for 45 minutes. Um, I wanted to touch on one thing before we get yeah. into questions. Jessica brought up a great point yesterday about Jocko. And she was like, Hey, you know, you guys have been saying get some and this and that. And like all these Jockoisms and talking about Jocko, this Jocko, that. And I looked him up and he's like really, really fucking intense. And it's like, like, I appreciate it. Like cool Navy SEALs, super intense, but also it's like, is that really our company? Which is a fantastic observation. Yeah. And I very, very much appreciate it. And I'm sure she's not the only one thinking that within the business. I've had feelings about that, certainly. Correct. And so at at, at face value, absolutely, very intense Navy SEAL commander. Of course, of course you're intense. Yeah. I don't think you can serve in a position like that and not be intense because it's a very intense line of work. Sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're, you're 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 you killing can't be bad a, guys. You can't be
1: a jokester. No. And no. and have
0: like real success and do what he's done. Yeah. Just like, yeah, just the nature of the work. Like you spend decades in a SEAL team in the, in, in the teams. And it's not like you're a barista at Starbucks where it's like, yeah, oh shoot, I screwed up that order and now a customer's upset, but okay, no worries. I'm yeah. going to go get the next one. It's like, no, you screw up and people die. That's that. Like it, it's, it's okay. It creates this intensity. Sure. Is he intense? Absolutely. But the reason why we're associated with them and enjoying spending time with them, getting to learn from them so much is not because they're intense or waking up at 4.30 or getting after it and getting some, it's really how sound the leadership principles they have to teach are. Like the extreme ownership concept has completely changed my life. The dichotomy of leadership concept has completely changed my life. What I just learned this past week in Washington I've, I've never, I've been around a lot of very powerful people, very smart people, a lot of high level conversation. I've never been involved in any kind of conversation at that level before. Really, It was just so thoughtful. And the main message was not that, was actually what good leadership is, is actually the opposite of what you think good leadership is. When you think good leadership, you think a guy that always has the answer that tells everybody what that's, that's strong, that, that, that yells, that's confident. Like when you think good leader, Mm -hmm. right. And, and even, you know, you can look at us presidents or CEOs, they're, you know, these big larger than life individuals with a lot of control. And they just, they just seem like they're beyond everybody else. And, and what Jocko actually said was that's actually the opposite of good leadership. Good leadership is caring for people, Putting others well before yourself, checking your ego, allowing others to come up with the plan. He said, he said a perfect mission would be him sitting in the Humvee just listening to the radio. He wouldn't plan the mission. He wouldn't, he wouldn't say anything on the radio. He would just sit in the Humvee. And everybody else would know what to do. Is that that's exactly. what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 it's not to say that he's just sitting there, but like he's put in all the work up front and created that decentralized command and empowered his people to make the, the mission themselves, to own the mission, to make their own decisions to a point where he doesn't have to be involved during the actual mission. Yeah, Because he spent so much time and energy developing those individuals. And there's so much wisdom and genius to that. And that's why we're, we're so involved with Jocko and Echelon Front for that reason. Yeah. Because it really ties nicely into what we're trying to achieve here. It ties nicely into the everybody matters approach as well. And it's really gonna become a core piece of the the build with foundation, I think long term. So sure, face value, intense, absolutely. Some of us love that. Like me or Benjamin, you know, we're 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 stoked when it's pouring rain when we have to run out because we're just like good. Like it sucks. Like good. Sure. That's fantastic. And that's a good it's a good solid mentality to have. It's not that we're tough guys. It's that, Hey, the conditions are less than ideal. This is hard. We're training ourselves to, to, to be happy about that, to be appreciative. Mm -hmm. I get to run in the rain. This is a gift. And it, the, the, you know, that principle carries me forward into, into the company and into life in general. When things get hard, I'm I'm like, okay, I, I'm not going to run here. I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, so sure, the intensity has a practical purpose as well, but we're really after what they have to teach from a leadership standpoint. Yeah, And if you don't believe me, talk to anyone that went to the muster or anyone that went through the FTX. I think they, they have a very good understanding of that.
1: I think my initial, initial, initial um, just perception of, of Jocko and the whole thing was this like macho toughness, put yourself through hard stuff because that's what, people like me do. Yeah. And once I started getting it a little bit more was when I saw how like the idea of vulnerability is like part of all that leadership stuff. Yeah. Because like yeah. to me like that's that's what makes the ability to like let go and have that decentralized command is being like vulnerable and open enough to say like I can't just be the one saying holding on to all these things correct cuz that's not empowering others like you have to let go of that stuff
0: no and even he, he was even he was even saying he's like i have to I, I remind myself all the time how how much of an idiot i am he's like whenever i make a decision i'm always like okay how did i probably screwed this up how yeah. did i screw this up and and that, that's how the guy thinks and it's it's like at face value i can understand the confusion we're not really an organization that's out to just go you know kick doors in and and Go beat people up. Yeah. That's not us, but that's not what Echelon Front's about either. Um, well, yeah, that's not the principles they're teaching. They, no, you know,
1: they have obviously have a background in in the Navy SEALs, but that doesn't necessarily
0: mean build with as the Navy SEALs. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of it. I mean, if you've listened to the Jocko podcast, you'll you'll see the level of vulnerability he has. It's yeah. it's it's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Just the just how vulnerable he is. So I just wanted to make that point before we get into
1: questions. I think that was good. Yeah. All right, first question submitted is from Jack Briscoe. Great. What's the (laughs) deal? He said this like he's time-filled. What's the deal with the BW store and what's the vision for it?
0: Yeah, so hopefully soon the store is going to start to roll out much more aggressively. We've been in a rebuilding period. So first we started it just kind of randomly. We're like, hey, let's go try to sell stuff. And then I started to see the bigger opportunities. We brought on Eli, and uh, it's taken a little bit to 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 get everything reorganized and to somewhat build the actual infrastructure from scratch that didn't yeah. exist before. We sure we were selling stuff before, but there was really no infrastructure. It was Matt Briscoe, and there, there didn't seem to be a lot
1: of like purpose too. It was
0: just like, well, we've got some stuff for sale. Yeah, and that happens yeah. to be the case, and it, it worked. Yeah. You know, we sold some stuff, and you know, Matt Briscoe was packing boxes in the Briscoe family dining room. Not ideal. Not ideal. Um, and thanks to uh, Mrs. Briscoe for putting up with our nonsense for a year <laughs> and allowing your house to be a fulfillment center. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, so, so we're, we're building out a store with the, it, 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 the store is important for a few reasons. I want to get the BuildWit brand onto every job site in the United States and this is important because as as we've talked about we're building a movement and and branding is a is a large part of that movement and apparel is a large part of branding yeah. and building a movement getting people proud about standing behind something and so when they wear a buildwood hat to work it's not just that they're wearing a buildwood hat they're they're saying hey i'm i'm here to make the dirt world a better place too and that's really, really, really valuable. So it, it builds our brand awareness, it gets other people into the movement and it builds pride behind the movement yeah. to begin with. So that's really the, the premise of the store is not to go make millions of dollars. Sure, will we eventually make some money off of it that we can invest back in the business? Absolutely, but we're putting a lot into it now. Um, and, and everything we get in return will be invested back into the store to go build a multi-million dollar enterprise yeah. that gets the BuildWit brand and mission out to as many people in the industry as possible. 100%. So that's that's the vision. Is It's really an extension of furthering our brand and mission in a physical manner. It's like our brand right now, and you have to think about this, mm-hmm. our brand right now is is digital. And okay, it's Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever it may be. Podcasting is a little bit different. We yeah. control we control this a little it's bit more. It's a little different space. But okay, say Instagram goes away tomorrow or Instagram says, "Hey, ah, uh, we don't like what you what you're doing," which is happening more and more. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. Yeah. And it it should, you know, hopefully everybody's kind of waking up to this like, "Whoa, these companies have a lot of control over who can say what at any time." And it's not like it has nothing to do with politics it's just a, it's like a just a fundamental speech thing yeah. and and they've developed these platforms in which you know whatever they can just make up the rules and they can change the rules at any time it's not based in any kind of fact or it's a private business it's it's a private business so they make the rules and they can move the goal posts on you yep and uh, okay so say you know instagram goes away tomorrow where does that leave our brand shit now <laughs> But Instagram or social media can't be our brand. We need to create, we need to make our brand lasting and sustainable. And to do that, we need to create a physical presence with our brand. And to create a wide reaching physical presence, apparel in this industry is the way to go. Yeah.
1: I mean, I've had a couple of conversations in the last couple of weeks that are about um, how do we reach and like collect. The, the people who are, believe in BuildWit, believe in the mission of BuildWit, that are not partners. Because, like, we just, you know, we don't have a product in, in the world. Yeah. And so it's like, how do we serve them? How do we, like, get them to be feel like they're involved and be involved, but also feel like they're a part of it? And that's the apparel thing is a huge part of that. Correct. The podcast is another part. Uh, BuildWit Online will be a huge part of that. You know, but it's like all those pieces together. That's like where the, the, the brand, and then outside of the brand, the mission, you get people to like jump on board as if they have like a way to feel like they're
0: on board. Yeah. And I, I've never liked the idea of depending on others for things. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is p- part of the reason why I qu- quit my job to start a company. And right now, you know, our brand is very dependent on other people. Yeah. That's just the fact of the matter. Um, but we're transitioning to a very long lasting, sustainable place with our brand through apparel, through the podcast, through Build It Online, through Build It Leaders, we're going to create much more control over our brand, our mission, and not allow others to dictate anything that we do. And even, even if like, okay, yeah, dirt, like, wow, that's that's pretty, no one's ever going to have a problem with that. I think you're a little too paranoid. Maybe they can just dial back the numbers on stuff. That's That's very real. And I've seen that. It's like now you know, my, my reach, my numbers, the, the views you get is very muted because they're trying to gear it towards paid advertising. So to get more views, you need to do paid advertising. And if you're not, then the system is gamed against, against us. It's, it's a fucking casino and and people, it's amazing how many people don't really understand that. It's all Instagram is there to make money, period. Mm -hmm. That's their only concern is to maximize shareholder return period. They don't care about any of us. And it might, it might sound ridiculous, but I mean, <laughs> at least that's how I see it. It's, it's all about money. And, and I want to get away from that because our mission is well, well beyond that and, and too important to allow other people to potentially jeopardize it down the road.
1: Yep. We're just diversifying out there.
0: Yeah. So maybe that was too, too deep or whatever, but that's really where it's
1: coming yeah. from. Um, we got one more question. Great. What are we going to be doing at the July team meeting?
0: It's a good question. Um, I actually sent a note to leadership this weekend about that. So, the main goal of the team meeting is not to really accomplish anything. It sounds odd. The main goal is to just build relationships with one another yeah. and to build trust with one another. Uh, I think one of the root problems we have as an organization right now is we don't have the internal trust we need at the moment. And that's not anyone's fault. That's because we've added a lot of new people over the past six months. Yeah. And building trust and relationships, it just takes time. It's like we've talked about, you're baking the cake. Like we need to just bake the cake and, and then we're remote. So it's a struggle to build. So it's even, it's even harder to build those relationships and that trust that yeah. you need to operate as an effective team. So that is really the goal of the meeting is is to build relationships, develop trust with one another, to just get to know one another. And sure, we'll be talking about company happenings and informing people, and probably giving updates as far as what leaders is looking like, what online's looking like, where creatives at. I'm sure I'm sure we'll be talking about company happenings, but it's going to be a lot less structured than before, and really geared towards just developing relationships with one another. Yeah, um, we're also going to have and going off of this theme of developing relationships and trust with one another, we're going to develop, we're going to build out a construction related activity for everybody to do. And it hasn't been totally hashed out yet. So I won't talk about specifically. We're building Aaron, a new house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My, my new mansion next to Taylor Swift's house. Um, uh, no, it'll be a construction related activity where it'll be kind of similar to FTX where the construction experience people will kind of be the in, the instructors, quote unquote, helping our team come together to build something as a collective unit. Yeah. Um, like, you know, like anyone in the field does, so it'll, it'll help build trust in each other as a team and it'll help give us a greater appreciation for what people in the field actually do yeah. in the industry. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm extremely excited about it. So that's, that's what we're going to be doing is we're really just going to be hanging out and there's a lot of value in that. Sure. And it's not, and I'm not saying this cause it's not going to be a time to just fuck off. <laughs> like I don't, I don't even, I don't even quite understand how much money this thing's going to cost but to meet like this, it's at least gonna cost a quarter million dollars. I mean, probably, well. That's probably a stretch, but. What's, well, what's what's payroll? Um, payroll, I don't even know what it is right now. Every two weeks, it's like, it's it's almost 250. Yeah. And so you're gonna spend an entire week. I mean, sure, it's a few, few days, but you can round up to a week. Yeah, in terms of what. Travel yeah. and this and that. And then we have hotel rooms and then flying everybody in. It, it, <laughs> Certainly add up. It really adds up. So maybe it's not a quarter million, but it's safely six figures. Yeah. So we're spending safely six figures on this. So this is not a, a time to just fuck off. The time will be really intentional. It'll it'll be really intentional, but it's it's also not gonna be super structured and we need to accomplish all of this stuff as a team. It's really just gonna be let's build relationships, let's get to know one another. And then also let's let's take a moment to appreciate where we're at and how far we've come. And hey, it'll be on the tail end of this this 90-day push we've been involved in. And leaders will be probably out into the world or getting out into the world at that time. And a lot of exciting stuff's going on. So it's just going to be a moment in time to actually acknowledge what we've been able to accomplish this far and mm-hmm. then look ahead to the future as far as what we're going to accomplish the rest of the year. Yeah. I think it's fun to think about
1: um, when one of the first like full company meetings was like the first five people at Kane Prime. In Nashville. Yeah. And then the like next version of that was most of the team was in town when I met y'all for the first time, which was maybe like in December of 2019. Yeah. And then we had our thing at the end of last year and December and that was like 20-ish people, something like that, in the new office before anything had happened. It was just in the room. And I feel like we were kind of solving some stuff just like we've never really been together before have we talked about this? Have we talked about this? And like you said, I think now this becomes more and more important to build those relationships because there's more of us. Correct. And you know, we're all like working away at our little jobs, our little jobs, like they're not that important, but that time together is
0: I think more important than ever in terms of building relationships. And it's, it's an extension of develop directs people all that money, I see it as, it's not an expense, it's an investment into our people. And that's yeah. why I want people to come here intentionally. Cause it's like, we don't need to be doing this. This is, we don't need to, yeah. Some, yeah. you know, an outside accountant consultant would look at that and be like, that's kind of a waste of money. I just wouldn't do it. If I were you, we don't have to do it. Like what, where's the requirement saying we need to meet? We yeah. don't need to meet. That's a, that's why we're remote. It's like, no, we don't need to do that. We don't even need an office. Um, but it's, it's really important to develop your ex people. And then a lot of people I'm realizing this more and more, they've been at organizations that they don't have that trust with the people they work for. And they still have that in the back of their mind. Like, yeah. Hey, maybe there's some ulterior motives here. Maybe I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And to come together as a team to just show everybody like, Hey, we're, we really are who we say we are. We really are focused on this mission. We are doing what's right like we we really are the embodiment of this set of core values we have and we all are on the same team to accomplish the same mission yeah. we're all here to win together um hopefully it, it speaks volumes to this group and and hopefully we come out of it in a pretty good spot I'm pumped for
1: it I think it'll be great I think it just i don't know i enjoy all the build with people and um the more time i get to spend with them in person the better for me Likewise, as long as I don't have to sit in the office nine to five, five days a
0: week. I haven't rolled out those requirements yet, but they're yeah, co- they're but coming. they're coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're actually going to require fifty hours a week. Oh yeah, but you got to be in the office yeah.
1: for fifty hours. You've got yeah. your like little time card. Yeah, coming in, coming out. Work yeah. half day Saturday. That's part of it, man. Yep. Sunday,
0: trying to build a business. Sunday night meetings. Jeez. <laughs> cool. All right, so we covered uh, covered some ground here. Yeah, I think that's it. Great. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. If you have questions, comments, concerns about BuildWit or Santa Claus, please direct them to alex@buildwit.com. Just reach out, y'all. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for listening.